Hey yo, what's going on? You're tuned into For All Matters with Divine Thought. Salute to everybody listening. I'ma just jump right into this podcast. You know, I'ma try to make it as brief as possible for this episode. If you've been listening to For All Matters, then you know every once in a while I like to touch on what's going on in the world and politics and all the nonsense and everything else, especially with 2020, you know, and a lot of y'all are just as frustrated with 2020 as I am. You wish it would just go away. You wish that shit would just get better and we can return back to our normal life. Well, let's redefine normal because you know what? Quote, they, that's what they're doing. The powers that be have had most of you guys, maybe not everyone listening to this. There is some people that are very conscious that listen to this podcast, but they've had a large amount of people accept the term new normal. And I've talked about how much nonsense that is. I've went into detail about the virus and the politics behind it and Bill Gates and the vaccine and Everything that comes along with what's going on right now as far as the control mechanisms that they're implementing every single day, there's more and more control. There's less helping people with this so-called virus and pandemic, but definitely more control every day. I mean, how many times do I have to say on this podcast that Democrats and Republicans are the same thing. They're the same devil. They are playing political theater. In fact, this entire reality that they've constructed for you, they've been nice enough to construct your reality for you. And if you just dig a little deeper, if you just think a little longer, you can see how the reality that they're playing out for you doesn't even present itself as real. You know, if there was a pandemic, I've said it before, to the proportions that Dr. Fauci is saying, he said that the pandemic is worse than the Black Plague and the Spanish flu and the list goes on and that we're never going to get rid of this virus and all of this. We've went over it all before. Well, if the pandemic was as real as they're saying that it is, And then we would be walking by dead bodies. We would be walking by dead animals. There was a headline by mainstream media, CNN, MSNBC a few weeks ago, and they're sticking to it. They said, in the U.S., every minute somebody dies of COVID. Just sit and think about that for a second. After I heard that, I was like, well, that's the last straw. Nobody's really going to believe That, you know, I gave people too much credit and I should have known better. I thought that would be a defining moment. I was like, they usually press the line with all of the media lies and everything. But after they said every minute in the U.S. somebody dies of COVID, I was like, that went too far. I really believe that's going to wake a lot of people up to what they're really doing. And it didn't. You know, you had the liberals just blaming Trump. Look, everybody is dying. Every minute somebody dies in the U.S. of COVID and, you know, they weren't really thinking. And then you had the right, the conservatives still doing all the racist piece of shit things they do. And, you know, nobody really sat down and thought about that. 
If every minute somebody was dying, you would literally be inside of a store and watch somebody fall down and then another person fall down. Come on, man. They've came out at length and talked about how testing is necessary and all of this. And then, of course, they contradict themselves one second later in another news report and tell you how inaccurate all of the testing is. Still, even yesterday, saw more news about how inaccurate all the testing is. You know, there was somebody who got in a motorcycle accident in Florida. And I don't know, a month or something before that, he was diagnosed with COVID, but then he got over it, right? He got through it, lived, and then he got into a motorcycle accident and died. And the death certificate lists that he died of COVID-19. That's what they're doing. And we've talked at length again about what they're doing in the hospitals. And I know... Now I know more than one person who this has happened to, where you go inside the hospital for some other unrelated illness, and then before you know it, they try to toe tag you with COVID. The directives passed down from the NIH and the CDC to all of these health systems in the US, all 50 states, and I'm sure this is that way in the rest of the world too, the UK and likewise, the health Systems are now told to treat things like the common cold even differently. They're not giving people fluids when they need fluids. They're not giving people the right medicine now. And all of it is by design. At this point, I refuse to continue to give any leeway to any of these talking points or narratives that would prevent me from talking about this topic because... I respect people to the degree of if they've had somebody they know that has died of what they call COVID-19 and all of it. I mean, that's sad. And trust me, we're all kind of in the same boat. If we don't directly know somebody that's dealt with that, we know somebody who has dealt with that. I think by now, everybody in the U.S. or maybe even in this world has a six degrees of separation from someone who has either lost a family member to this pandemic or something to that nature, right? So I respect that. And I don't want to sound like I'm being mean-spirited towards any of those people. But I refuse to let these talking points, like I said, in narratives, they do that. They weaponize narratives so that people like me can't come out and freely speak. Freedom of speech is being attacked left and right. I mean, we don't even have it anymore. I don't know if we ever did, but we definitely don't now. They want people like me to feel kind of like, you know, scared to say things, not try to offend people who have lost someone. I'm going to just say this, and this is from personal experience because I've actually had somebody very close to me that the hospital tried to toe tag with COVID in a very nefarious way too. It was almost by design the way that they were treating him when he got in and they weren't treating what he came into the hospital for. They just immediately shoved a ventilator down his throat and then one thing led to another. Before you know it, they're trying to say he has the virus. We got a case manager and figured it all out. The hospital apologized and took all of that back because when you start to fight back against these things, you start to see how some of these narratives and some of these talking points and some of these things that are in the media that you're being told all the time are false. 
you can fight back. So if you have someone you know that's in the hospital right now, I understand it's hard to get up with them. It's hard to call them. It's hard to definitely be in person with them in some of these hospitals with the system that they have now of visiting patients and everything. But I definitely implore you, if you do care about these people that end up in hospitals right now, to do your best and fight the system to get back there and talk with the people you love that are back there. Because if you've lost someone, there's a good chance that they didn't die of COVID. There's a good chance that they died of something completely unrelated. And right now, people aren't getting autopsies done. And that's for no reason, because even in the worst of pandemics that we faced in this world, there was always autopsies done. Whoever's doing the autopsies, you know, might just get to the point where people had hazmat suits and had to come in and deal with the cadaver. But that's how you truly get to understand illnesses. That's how these so-called scientists get to have all of those specimens under their microscopes and really study things and come up with medicines and treatments and different things for illnesses and sicknesses and a lot of different things. But right now that's not being done. Nine times out of 10, an autopsy isn't being done for a so-called COVID patient. That's a problem. And also that's a fact, you can look it up. People are being wrongly diagnosed with COVID left and right. And you might ask yourself why? What would be the purpose of all of that? And I would just counter that with another question to you. Why do you trust all of the people you shouldn't trust? Somewhere deep in your heart, deep in your mind, somewhere, you know that you shouldn't trust big media and big pharma and politicians and billionaires, but yet that's who's controlling your reality right now. Everything that's happening in 2020 right now is being controlled by one of those entities and you know that they're all liars. If you don't know that, tune out because you're way behind. But if you're to the point in your life where you can at least say, hey, I don't trust rich white men. I'm sorry to say it like that, but if you have it in your mind somewhere where you're like, yeah, I shouldn't trust rich white men. It's never worked out well, right? They're always lying. They're always up to something. Well, that's politicians. That's big pharma. That's the billionaire class. That's the 1%. But we're supposed to trust them with something like our reality, when they say that they're creating a new normal for us, when they say that masks do nothing, but then they come back and say that, oh no, they prevent us from giving it to other people. And then they say that's not even true. And then science comes out that backs that's not even true. So basically we're wearing masks for no reason, but we're told we're supposed to wear the mask to save the world. And you know, the social distancing and all of that, all of this is just control, right? And then Bill Gates just came out with a microchip that he plans on putting in everyone that detects if you have COVID-19 and all of it. And they have plans, folks. That's what this is. It's control. And I used to say, there's something that's out there making people sick. And that was mainly because I just felt bad about saying that I don't believe what's going on right now, right? Even though I know people in my personal life that are dealing with this pandemic right now, it's hit close to home. Even that said, I don't believe what's going on right now. And I've always said, you know, there's something out there that's making people sick just to kind of not feel like I'm offending someone because there are people that are falling ill and everything. But 
I'm just going to retract that statement. Of course there's something out there making people sick. There was always something outside making someone sick. We live in a world where people get sick. So of course people can get influenza, they can get cancer, they can get the common cold. There's a lot of illnesses and sicknesses. So of course there's always something making people sick. It's how these sicknesses are now being dealt with by the health systems. There's been directives passed down to these health systems to no longer treat regular sicknesses the way that they used to. And by the way, that's not a conspiracy theory. I've talked to real doctors and epidemiologists who either quit or lost their jobs because of this kind of shit. They told me this. So I know it's real. And I've actually saw it go into action in my real life. I've actually had to save a friend's life just based on this information, right? I had to actually make sure that they didn't falsely toe tag him with this fucking quote pandemic, right? So you can't tell me that what I'm saying is a conspiracy theory because I've experienced it in real life. Now, let's get to the why. Why, why, why? Why is this happening? 2020, why is this all happening? Well, the short answer is just control. That's what the powers that be have wanted for so long and they just inched their way closer and closer and closer to control. That's their plan. If you've been alive long enough, you've seen these what's called boom events. It's happened for hundreds of years. There's always boom events, but just in my lifetime, there's been a few. September 11th comes to mind. That's a boom event. That's something where they literally change your reality with what happens. Sometimes these boom events are meant to change your reality and shift how you interact in this world and with this world. And, and also they implement control after one of these boom events. And some boom events just happen just to shift your reality away from what's true. What do I mean by that? Well, a boom event that's just meant to shift your reality away from what's true would be something like the moon landing. Now, I'm not going to go into the moon landing right now in depth and all of that. I will in future podcasts go into the moon landing and, you know, some other conspiracy theories. And largely, I'm just going to debunk a lot of shit. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I know a lot of people think I am. I'm not. I'm very logical and tactful with how I approach any topic I'm talking about, but it's consensual. Everything that's happening right now, and I'll go further into that. You have a choice in your own reality right now for what you believe. For instance, back when the moon landing happened, it was consensual for those people that were alive that witnessed all of that bullshit to believe that the existing technology that Kodak had was equipped to survive the supposed heat and cold of space. Supposedly, space has the most extreme temperatures that there are. And we're looking at all of these years ago, but Kodak had the equipment where it could survive all of those extreme temperatures. That's number one. Number two, in the footage that we have, there's no stars. <laughs> there's no sun. The American flag is waving. There's no wind in space. The camera pans up when the ship leaves the moon. Who did that? What is that, the man on the moon? Panning the camera up 
It was just a boom event to shift your reality away from what's real. Stanley Kubrick shot that movie, by the way. The Moon Landing was a movie directed by Stanley Kubrick. They made people that were alive at that time, and even to this day, people that weren't alive believe in the moon landing. But they made everyone believe that the radio frequencies and the modes of communication that they had were flawless enough to communicate with these astronauts all the way to the moon, effortlessly. They were just talking to these astronauts and getting messages back and forth with no problem. But today, if you drive by a tunnel, your cell phone, you'll have no more bars. <laughs> you drive too far out into the country, your cell phone will no longer have bars. But we're supposed to believe that all those years ago, that radio frequencies and whatever else they were using for equipment could flawlessly communicate all the way to the moon with no problem. Not to mention the official story is, why we haven't been back to the moon is they destroyed all of the technology that got us there. Now, why would they do that? Well, that's an excuse. They never had it. So that's just an event to shift people's reality. And then, you know, another event that's complete bullshit and I won't go into it right now, but was not only to shift people's reality, it was also to implement control. And I'm talking about 9-11. Now, I'm not going to go too deep into that rabbit hole right now. I will, in another podcast, talk more about 9-11 and how that was sort of the mother of all boom events right now that led us here. In fact, as I'm recording this, you're going to hear this a few days after when I'm recording it now. But right now is September 11th when I'm recording this. And it's almost like a PSYOP is meeting another PSYOP. I'm looking on TV and there's all these politicians and people doing a memorial for 9-11 and they all have masks on and they're bumping elbows with each other. And of course the masks are nonsense and everything about what's going on right now is nonsense. And what happened with 9-11 was a lie. But here's where these boom events that change reality, but also have a mechanism in it to further the control that they have. Here's the problem with those events. There's casualties. Just like 9-11, there was casualties. With what's going on right now, there's casualties. But it's never as described. I'm sorry if you believe the media, if you believe known liars. Like I said before, you should know somewhere deep down in your heart, in your mind, that the media, politicians, billionaires like Bill Gates, people like Dr. Fauci, that they're liars. If you don't know that, if you don't believe that, I don't know what to tell you. But here I am scrolling through my timeline and seeing Joe Biden bump elbows with Mike Pence. Again, furthering my point that they're all one devil. Of course, people are just write that off as, well, there needs to be some kind of solidarity considering the event. I get it, man. They're friends. They're all friends. Doesn't matter if they're Democrat or Republican. Some people will never understand that. It's mind boggling. And just a little bit ago, I happened to mention that this is consensual. Everything they do is consent, at least in recent times. They wanna make sure that you 
are on board with what's going on as it's happening. So let's just bring up masks. Back in 1918 with the Spanish flu, when it was actually a real pandemic where there was people dead on the ground and people were just walking by dead bodies. And like I said before, animals were dead. People's farms were decimated. Right now we have people visiting zoos with masks on and stuff. So, you know, zoos are alive and well. People's farms are still up and running. We're not walking by dead bodies on the ground, but CNN says that every one minute someone dies of COVID in the U.S. But back in 1918, when this was real, when the actual pandemic happened, they had a law that you had to wear masks. Because they had a law, they had to give the people the masks. They actually had to provide the masks. And it seems like a hundred years ago, over a hundred years ago now, that they understood sanitation better because there was also information put out to the people that they had to come back every two to three days to get new masks because it would cause more illnesses if people just kept wearing the same masks and not washing them or what have you. With the current mandate, not law, that's going on with the masks right now, they made all of us go buy them. That's using our consent. They forced us to go buy them. Doesn't matter if they're paper masks or cloth or N95s or whatever. They don't care as long as you're just covering your face. Here's a little bit of gravy. The Rothschilds, the evil devils that they are, they throw hedonist parties, and this has been going on forever. They throw what's called like a hedonist party where they get up and they have orgies and they have humiliation rituals where they wear masks over their mouth and face and all of this other nut shit. Well, the Rothschilds are running shit still with the Rockefellers and Bill Gates and all the rest of the really top 1%, not just the people that you can name off the top of your head that are rich. I mean, there's people in that very tippy top 1% that you don't even know their name. Those are the people that show up at these humiliation rituals because they have nothing better to do with their life. They're so rich. Those are the people that are controlling us and now they're laughing at us because now they're dressing us up in costumes for nonsense reasons. And they're changing our reality. They haven't provided the masks to us yet, but they want you to believe that you're gonna get fined and have to go to court and all this other shit if you don't comply with the mask mandate. And the whole contact tracing thing. You know, China has like, a, I believe it's called like a good citizen app or something like that. Like a social score where if you don't comply with certain shit, your social rating goes down. And then that dictates how you can interact with the world. Like you can't shop in certain places if your social score goes down. Well, they've been making people in China and all these other countries wear masks forever. They've been humiliating their populations. I mean, they've beat them down into defeat. And now they have social scores and shit. They're scared to break the rules. That's where this is going. That's where all this contact tracing and nonsense is going. Bill Gates just announced that he's got a chip that he's going to put into us, like I said before, that's going to detect if we have COVID or not. Not to mention this fucking vaccine that's coming up. You have to understand what's really going on here. 
all the people that are shaking hands, Fauci shaking hands with Bill Gates, their longtime friends, Bill Gates shaking hands with the leader of China. So when you think about it, everything is consensual. You have the choice to believe what you want to believe. You just may choose to believe what you see in big media. You may choose to believe that the Democrats are really out to help you. Or if you're a Republican, you might think that the Republicans are out to help you or whatever bullshit you believe. You have the choice not to. 25% of small businesses, and I think that's even larger than that. I think it's somewhere around 30 to 40% of small businesses in America now are closed because of everything that happened when the country shut down and they've never really got back on their feet or they just couldn't afford to stay open now. That was consensual. Had all of the business owners not just cucked and shut their businesses down, what could have happened was the business owners could have said, no, I'm not going to shut down. I'll try to take some safety precautions and all of that, but you're not going to shut my business down. And they could have said, no, And then what would have happened was they would have gotten threatened with fines. And then had that even went to court, that would have been a good way to test the system because none of this is really made into law yet. But instead, they just complied. And then what that did was it made it harder for the small business owners that really do have some balls that just speak out and say, no, I'm going to not shut my doors and all of that because then they're kind of alone. They don't have the mandate of the masses. They don't have anyone else in big groups as small business owners doing the same thing. So it's one small business owner here, one small business owner there. That's not cucking to all of the mandates and the bullshit. So it's easier to control them and make examples out of them when it's only one here and one there, but had all small business owners or a good number or portion of them not just complied, America would be in a different spot right now. See, they want the small businesses to shut down because then that furthers the control of the corporations over all of us. We have to get on bended knee to them for everything that we need. And I understand people don't want those fines. People don't want the social shame and everything, even when it comes to the public where they're in stores and they have to stand six feet apart and the whole mask thing and the whole bunch of nonsense that's going on right now. I get it. You don't want the social shame. You don't want to be the pariah. You don't want to be the only one that's not doing it. And then you have all the attention on you. I understand that. But you have to just take one more minute, step back, learn something. What they're doing right now is making you operate within a reality that they're creating. It's a magic trick, it's a straw man. But I understand, you have to put food on the table. So if you're working somewhere, if you stand up to authority in some big grandiose way, you could lose your job. At least that's what they tell you, right? And I know people who have actually lost their job because they've stood up for themselves and everything else and not complied to some of this bullshit. So I know it's real. You can lose your job, but they would not do that to everyone. They're making examples of a few. So the many won't do it. So the many will continue to comply. It's a magic trick. 
They would not do that to everyone. Do you know how much power we have as people? That's actually written into this bullshit constitution. We the people. We are supposed to control the government, not the other way around. But instead, they've created something called corporate personhood. Look that term up. And if you were born in the U.S., they already hired you the day you were born. There's a reason why your birth certificate, social security card, and your bank card all have your name in caps. All caps. First and last name in caps. That's not how you write your name. And it's weird how all of them interact with you as an identity with all caps. There's a science behind it. It's corporate personhood. They don't look at you as a man or a woman. See, you have sovereignty as a man or a woman. I'm not going to go into God and all of that spirituality stuff right now. But it does have something to do with what I'm talking about. Your sovereignty as a man goes to your God or your spiritual belief system as a man or a woman. They came up with the term person. So when they constantly refer to you as a person, they have now changed how they can legally interact with you. Your sovereignty is as a man or a woman. And when they created corporate personhood, they actually made it so corporations are looked at as people, as a person. As weird as that sounds, look it up. This is some real gravy. Believe me or not. And again, you have the choice to look it up. I'm not going to go into the whole sovereign citizen thing and that whole deal right now because that's a lot. I'm not going to go into it all. But just so you know, when you sign contracts, you could just put all rights reserved above your name. And when you sign it in the normal way, not in all caps, but the normal way that you sign your name as a man or a woman, you could put all rights reserved above that. And that's kind of like signing their contract in duress. That's letting whoever sees that contract know that you reserve your rights as a man or a woman if anything in that contract goes against your sovereignty as a man or a woman, not as a person. You have rights as a man. You have rights as a woman. You do not have rights as a person. The word person is a legalistic term. And they signed us all up the day we were born. We became employees of the corporation of the United States of America. And it's funny how they call the United States a nation because historically the word nation doesn't refer to a place. It refers to a people, the Cherokee Nation, Zulu Nation. I could just keep going on and on and on. The word nation, by definition, does not refer to a place, but yet it does when it comes to the United States of America. They say nation, one nation under God. They programmed us with that since we was little. These devils are really in love with certain numbers and making things one, right? One world, one this, one that. They're in love with other numbers like nine and three and 11. So I get it, man. We have to interact with this reality in the way 
that can put food on our table, which means that we do have to go inside of this corporate structure, this reality that they've made for us since our birth, since our inception. We had no choice, but we have to use the mechanisms they've created for us, our bank card and our birth certificate and social security number and all the rest of different things to interact with this world so we can put food on the table. But just knowing it and being aware of it, and even if it's just mentally, declaring yourself not a part of it is a start. Because then you can start looking at things differently. You can start understanding more about yourself actually, and then that encourages you to learn more about the world around you and how reality should be. Not the reality that they're making, not the new normal. Speaking of new normal, I do know that we are going to have a very long winter ahead of us with a lot of bullshit and fear tactics coming from the media and the politicians. COVID cases are gonna go through the fucking roof. Everybody that's sick of anything, and I mean anything, is gonna get diagnosed with COVID. Not to mention, there's gonna be several mask-borne illnesses from people wearing these masks 24-7 and not cleaning them. You know, they tell you to wash your hands, but they don't tell you to wash your masks. If you're going to continue to wear your mask and all of that, I understand, I get it. But I'm asking you, from human to human, wash your mask. Tell other people to clean their masks because by the winter, we're gonna have all of these months where everyone, some people for 12 hours a day, wear their masks constantly. And there's even been some news reports trying to tell people to wear their mask while they're inside their house. And some people do because they're so scared of everything that's going on. There's going to be mask-borne illnesses that will present themselves as flus and viruses and everything else. So be prepared. There's going to be a combination of an uptick in this so-called COVID pandemic bullshit. And then there's going to be a spike of real sickness like flus and other kinds of viruses and different things that would have already been there for that season anyway, because they're combining flu season with COVID season. So anyone who gets sick from anything will just get toe tagged with COVID this winter. They have to have a second shoe drop, maybe even a third and fourth shoe drop, metaphorically. It's about inflicting as much pain on the population as possible to break us. And a lot of conspiracy theorists get it messed up with this whole population control. Yes, there's casualties. Like I said, with these boom events, there's always casualties. That's just to make an example and to scare people into complying with the new reality that they're building for you. But as far as population control, usually people interpret that as killing mass parts of the population. That's not what they're into. Really, population control can just be read like that and understood like that. Population control. They're controlling the population. Yes, they are. So it is about population control, but not so much in the murderous way. See, the 1% that's controlling us, they have to feel powerful. How can they feel powerful if we're all dead? That makes them nothing. So they don't want us to all die. They just want us to be beaten down. They want us to be submissive. 
goes back to that hedonist bullshit that all the powers that be go into with the humiliation rituals and everything. Now they're just doing it to us. They want us to be shameful and humiliated and just beaten down. Well, that's what they're going to do with all the shit coming up with the Massive amounts of sicknesses that are just going to be in the headlines 24-7. Flu season is bad and we have new viruses and new flus and COVID cases are up and spiking and all of this. And they always have their corporate buddies that own all the other institutions and corporations and companies within the U.S. They all team up, right? And then they all affect our reality too. Like, I would not be surprised if the NFL shuts down again. See, that's psychological more than it is real. Same thing with basketball and everything else. It doesn't make sense, the shit that's going on with sports right now. You can have basketball players elbowing each other and, like, you know, getting into the paint, getting rebounds and all of that, right? But then when they get back on the bench, they got to wear the mask. The shit just doesn't make sense. The reality is glitching within itself, Right. Even in daily life, you see the reality glitching within itself. Like I was at the store. I'm going to give a quick story. I was at the store and I had a little bit of a situation. So, you know, I'm complying, just doing what I got to do to get through the day. Like I said, I wear masks. Right. I'm not anti masks, but let's just be real about what masks actually do. They help you in allergy season. They help you when you're mowing lawns or doing some type of real work where you don't want to inhale sawdust or whatever and doctors use them so they don't spit into people's guts when they're operating and stuff, right? So I'm not anti-masks. That's weird to say that's an object. I'm just anti-nonsense. So when we're told it doesn't protect us from a pandemic and then we're shown the science of it, I just believe it, right? So when they're used for control, I have a problem with it. But to get the shit I need, right? Like I said before, we got to operate within this fucked up reality that we're given. So I'm in the store wearing my mask, getting the food and shit. And I'm always at kind of an 11 when I'm in a store now, especially with all these mass freaks and everybody's scared. And, you know, it's just a bad look in 2020. Grocery shopping. So I'm in the store and I'm walking by and there's a section where there's like a little bit of clothes and everything. And there's a section for masks cloth masks, right? And there's a mirror right by the masks where people can try on the masks and look at themselves in the mirror. Well, I walk by and I see people, they're not six feet apart. See, cause it doesn't apply when it's next to the mirror and the masks. That's where this reality glitches that they're giving everybody. The social distancing doesn't apply when you're by the fucking masks and the mirror. You're allowed to get right up close to each other and get right next to each other and try on masks. So what people are doing is they're trying on the mask and looking at themselves in the mirror because it's a trend. It's trendy, right? So they're looking at themselves in the mirror to see if it looks okay. And then they take it off because they didn't like that one. They put it back on the shelf and they take another one and they put it on. See, if people really believed in their heart of hearts that we're going through this big, huge pandemic that we're going through, that wouldn't exist. People wouldn't be trying on masks and putting them down. I really, truly believe that even if it's subconsciously, a lot of people are just going along with this download that they're putting onto the population and they really just don't even believe it. Because I literally watch people 
try on masks, put them back, someone else walk up, see that that person tried on a mask, take that exact mask that they tried on and put it on their face and look at the mirror and they're smiling at each other and they're saying excuse me to each other inches apart. And they took down the mask that they walked into the store with so they could try on the other mask. See how this reality glitches? So then I have a problem with it and then I make a scene and I start at a very high volume talking to the people trying to make sense of the situation and the store employee that saw the whole thing happen got mad at me because when I was at a high volume talking to these people, I pulled my mask down so I could get my point across. The store employee told me, pull my mask back up. See how much none of that made sense? Also doesn't make sense when you see people eating inside of a fucking Burger King or a Taco Bell. Yeah, they move the tables a little bit away from each other. You're enclosed. If you believe that this is the most microscopic virus ever that's just floating through the air, like Dr. Fauci told you, then why are you in a Burger King in a very finite amount of space, taking your mask down so you can eat? See, you're allowed to take your mask down when you're at a table eating. That's the rule. So what? The virus just knows not to fuck with you when you're at the table with your mask down? See, if you truly believed that this pandemic was so bad and never going away and all of that, you would be in and out of wherever you had to go. You would go home immediately and just get what you need to get done. You wouldn't be out and about eating at places and trying on masks and all of the different things that are going on in this reality where it tells me that people are just more attached to the download that they've given people. People are just way more attached to the idea of the virus than they are scared. Cause that's how the reality is looking. There are people that are scared, don't get me wrong. And I feel bad for those people because a lot of them are older and they are believing everything that's going on in the news right now. And yes, they are susceptible to getting sick, but they're susceptible to getting sick without a pandemic. They're susceptible to getting sick and dying just in general. If they have pre-existing conditions and they're older and all of that, their immune system is lower than the rest of us, of course. And I feel especially bad because if they get sick and they go into the hospital, they're just going to get toe tagged with, quote, COVID. And they could be sick with just a common cold or bronchitis or just some shit that they could actually get better from. But the hospital is just going to toe tag them with COVID because they're told to. So this winter, I believe the second shoe will drop metaphorically on the masses to just inflict that much more pain on us. So then we comply even that much more. Quick prediction about the vaccine. I've said it before, but just so I can wrap this up, the vaccine will be 50 to 60% effective. And what's going to happen is they're not going to force the vaccine. I don't think I'll be shocked if they do. They might. I don't think they will. Because again, it goes back to consent. What I think they're going to do is offer this vaccine to all of the people who love the idea about the pandemic and just can't get enough of listening to Dr. Fauci talk all day because they're just so mad at Trump. They believe everything in the media. They actually want the virus to be around so they can blame Trump for all of these, quote, deaths that are happening and everything else. And by the way, again, don't like Trump. I don't like Trump. I don't like Democrats either. I don't fall for the political system. Just have to throw that in there. But 
I believe that they're going to offer the vaccine and the people that are scared, the older folks and everything else, and just the people who buy into the pandemic in general are going to take the vaccine. And those of us that don't take the vaccine, see, they also put out this counter-programming. They put out a lot of different things in alternative media. They also own alternative media. So when you hear about Bill Gates and all of his nefarious bullshit, right? And how he's gonna be in charge of the vaccine and all of this other shit, that sows distrust in some people that are smarter, right? So they count on that. And they're actually counting on about 25% of the population not taking the vaccine. And you know what? They want that because then what happens is it creates a further divide between the people who did take the vaccine and the people who didn't take the vaccine. And then it buys them more time with this nonsensical pandemic bullshit that's going on because they say the first one's going to be 50 to 60% effective, just enough to lower the pandemic level, not enough to take away all the social restrictions and the control measures, the mass, the social distancing and the goggles and all the rest of the fucking nonsense. So they bank on about 25% of the people not taking it because of the alternative media they've put out about how bad Bill Gates is and everything else. So then the people who did take the vaccine will then be at odds with the people who did not take the vaccine. And then the fourth branch of the government, the same government that wants full control over you, they will get out the message, hey, there's a certain part of the population that didn't get the vaccine and they'll inflate the number. Really, it'll be probably about 25%. They'll probably inflate it with lying because you know they never tell the truth. So they'll probably say 30, 35% didn't take the vaccine and then they'll really make the people who did take the vaccine hate the people who didn't because this is what they'll say. Hey, we just need to keep all of these control measures going. Like we don't want to keep putting microchips in you. We don't want to keep up with the contact tracing and all of this other nonsense. But see, we have to because of the people who didn't get the vaccine. So then they'll make, and it's all by design, they'll make the people against each other instead of against the government and the corporations that we should all be united against, they'll further cause division. And then we'll have people like yelling at the people who didn't get the vaccine. You're the reason why this shit is still here and blah, blah, blah. And then that buys them another year until the next vaccine, which they'll say is 80% effective or some other shit. That's how this winter into next year is going to go. It's going to be chaos. Another fun fact, the nonsense term COVID-19 that they came up with, they say that that only matches a coronavirus by 80%. That's funny to me because I know that and you could know that too. All you have to do is look that up. Just putting that into perspective, we match about 97, 98% as humans with apes. So are we apes? No, we're humans. But this so-called COVID-19 only matches 80% to a coronavirus. Just keep this kind of shit in mind that maybe there's information out there that you're not getting because pretty soon we're going to be dealing with this bullshit election. There's going to be what's called a constitutional crisis. Just mark my words. There's going to be a constitutional crisis when it comes to this election. I can't predict exactly how it's going to go, but I know it's going to go something like this. 
all the votes weren't counted because we don't really know if the mail-in ballots were all official and counted and all of this other type of thing, right? There's going to be that. The whole way we voted, that's going to get called into question. Trump may or may not. I'm leaning towards he probably will take office again. But then the Democrats are going to, you know, play the political theater game and say, That him being president is invalid and all of that because the votes all weren't counted and it's all a sham and everything else and people will get all up in arms again. We'll have all of the George Soros-sponsored activist groups coming out, Antifa, BLM, all of that shit. They'll hit the streets again, see, because that's also nonsense. Hollywood shut down and all they did was they started to just shoot the movies and the shows on the streets. That's what's going on right now. All of these protests and everything else, man, come on. George Soros owns BLM. He owns Antifa. It's all a production. If you've ever really grown up around chaos, then you know how chaos moves. You know it doesn't look like what you see in these videos. You know it doesn't really look like that. See, if you grew up around gunshots and getting shot at, And I hope that you didn't, but if you did, like me, then you know what chaos really looks like. And chaos never spares a cameraman. Put it to you like that. Chaos is just chaos. But what we are to believe, because when you look at it, that's what you see, is a cameraman right in the middle of people setting shit on fire and throwing rocks through a window and running by him and all of that. It's a show. That's what would happen in a movie. So if you were shooting a movie about riots, you would have the cameraman sitting there, not being harmed, of course, because it's fictional. The corporations want to be burned down. They want a reset. They want an economical reset. They don't want you to protect their buildings. In fact, if you do, they kind of get mad. They've hired protesters. They've hired these people to go in and they kind of start to cause chaos. And then there's people that aren't hired that chip in and start to become a part of it. I understand that. It's not all fake. I get it. There's people that join in because they see the chaos happening and then real chaos happens. I understand. Most of it is fake at this point. When you look at what's going on, the reality does not present itself in a way that's real. I know what chaos looks like. I grew up in it. I grew up having to duck gunshots and shit. I know what that shit looks like. I know what it sounds like. I know how danger presents itself. And I've seen them actually set up these protests, man. I've seen the cameraman set up. I've seen people all gather in a group and then out of nowhere, they just disperse and then... Next thing you know, there's a protest and a riot. It goes into a riot and then here we go. The movie, action. The reality is not presenting itself in a way that's real. But that's what they're selling you. It's consensual. You can believe it or not. You don't have to. You don't have to be a part of all of this. You can snap out of it. You can see what's going on and just say, hey, I don't want to be a part of that. And then to the best of your ability for you and your family... You can separate yourself from all of the bullshit that's going on and get by the best way you can. And here's another key. Do what you can to change the reality around you and speak out a little bit, even if it's two friends and family. Even if you don't want to do what I'm doing right now and speak out publicly, 
Maybe you just don't want to. Maybe you're scared to. Whatever. But at least affect the community around you, whether that community is your family, your friends, or your real literal community that you live in. When they cancel the NFL again, just say, okay, I seen that coming. No big deal. When you start to see the media jacking everything up to epic proportions in the winter with all the fear mongering and everything, just say to yourself, yeah, I get it. I seen that coming. Just calm everybody else down around you. Operate within the reality that you want. Don't let them create your new normal. And if you are a small business owner, if you're listening to this and you own a small business, don't cuck to all of the regulations and everything else about shutting down again if they tell you to shut down in the winter. Because I have a feeling another lockdown is coming and it'll be a lot different next time. So just don't do it next time. Fight back. Test the system. Because here's the deal. All the businesses that complied last time, they're not here anymore. So your choices are comply and lose your business or fight back. You still might lose your business, but at least you're fighting back. Who knows what'll happen, right? This is all consensual. It's consent based. Just relax because after the election, whatever fucking nonsense that happens with the election, people will take to the streets again. George Soros will just pay everybody to go back out or whatever. Maybe they won't even leave the streets until it gets to that point, who knows? These fake ass protests are breaking out all over the place still. So who knows? But pretty soon people are going to be like, do I really want to go to the streets for Joe Biden, though? Like, you know what I mean? If he loses the election, which I assume will probably happen, people are going to ask themselves, do I really want to go to the streets for him? Some old white dementia having ass motherfucker. Do I really want to fight for that? It's not like it's Barack Obama something you can get behind like an idea someone that you can really put your mental and physical effort behind nah it's joe biden you know so our choices really ain't that good right now politically the system is not meant to benefit us the more that you understand that the better off you and your family will be because some people can see it some people can't they made trump the most hated they knew that he was going to come in and do all this bullshit. That's what he did on the campaign trail, of course. And he got in by the electoral vote, not the popular vote. So they knew most people were going to dislike this man. So they're using him. Most of the time, what this administration does is racist, diabolical fucking nonsense. And most of the time when this administration and the Republicans speak, it's all Crazy, bullshit, nonsense, hatred, and all of that, right? But some of you might see what I see. Every so often, they know that most people hate the Republicans and Trump and all of that. So what they do is they'll put the truth over there politically every so often. They'll sprinkle it in and then they'll make someone over there in the Republicans, be it Trump or someone else, say something true so then that the majority of the people are so used to all the other bullshit and hating them so much that whatever they say they hate if the republicans say it they hate it so these powers that be 
they fuck with us and they'll make the Republicans say some kind of true thing every so often and then they make people hate the truth. I've noticed that. A little while ago, they were bringing up herd immunity over there in the Republican side of things and then the liberals came out and they were like, fuck herd immunity, that's not real and all of this other shit. And the truth is it is with pretty much most sicknesses. That's how we've gotten through flu seasons and shit. So how we've gotten through a lot of shit and sicknesses on this planet was through herd immunity. So yes, that is real. But it'll be in a week where Trump's saying all this other crazy bullshit and everything else, right? So they'll throw the truth in there so that most people hate the truth whenever it's said. It's a game they play. The Republicans and the Democrats are friends. Trying not to say that so much on this podcast, man. I'm tired of saying it, but people have to start understanding that. Anyway, I'm going to land this plane. I didn't even mean to go this long. Until next week, I said my piece.